everyone, and welcome to Nerdentity Crisis Episode 50. I am your host, Ryan Bai. I'm joined today by Mr. Adam Lovar. Hello, hello. And we probably shouldn't even call him a guest host anymore at this point. Mr. Josh Huffman. Josh, how are you? Hello. Doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing splendid. Uh, we are recording a couple days later than normal. We've had some <laughs> some scheduling conflict issues. Ish- issues? Miscommunications? I don't even know what to describe it as. But we are recording on a Tuesday instead of a Sunday. And uh, Justin, my literal brother from another mother, may be joining us at some point. We'll see what happens. Life is at work, so he will not be joining us. So you just get the three of us this week, which is totally fine. Womp womp, have to listen to us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we never miss a week. We never miss a week. So we're going to record this tonight. Tomorrow when I get home from work, I'm going to do some fast-ass editing. And then uh, we'll get the episode live as normal. So this is Nerd Identity Crisis, your weekly video game podcast. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at Nerd Identity Pod. Email us in your questions, nerdentitycrisis at gmail.com. Now, before we kind of get into it, I want to just talk a little bit about episode 52, two weeks from now, which so we uh, we're so close. So we talked about doing something special for episode 50 because it's kind of a milestone, but we figured episode 52 is our one-year anniversary, which is insane. Like, Adam, you've been here basically, I think you missed like the first three episodes, otherwise you've been here yeah, since Yeah, I think beginning. I started on episode four, so. Isn't it crazy it's been a year? It feels like it, but it also does not feel like it at right? all. <laughs> I know. Time flew. So, yeah, I can't believe we're almost at a year. That's freaking awesome. So uh, when we do episode 52, uh, we are not going to be taking listener questions or doing the news or doing anything fancy that week uh, or any of our normal stuff, I should say. Instead, we are going to do kind of a mock fantasy football draft using only video game characters. So I'm kind of excited to see how this goes. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I kind of came up with the roster the other day, and uh, we're all just going to have ourselves a fantasy football draft, so it should be a lot of fun. That will be episode 52. Oh, Uh, I didn't see on the roster. Was Blastoise available for the water boy? Because I'm picking him. For the water boy? (laughs) I've never done a draft before, so is that one of the things you pick? (laughs) I mean, you can. You go for it, Adam. He's my wild card. <laughs> he's your wild card pick. Blastoise. If, Jesus. If he's getting like a full Blastoise. I at least yeah. want three Squirtles with sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> of course. They have to have sunglasses. It's required. Yeah. Yeah. The cool gang. Worthless. <laughs> They're essentially <laughs> trash without them. Uh, Dog life. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's start the episode as we always do with a listener question from Jacob. Hi, Jacob. What up, Jacob? Hello, hello. Jacob's got a pretty simple one this week. He just wants to know, is cereal just cold soup? This is not Adam, a you're simple a foodie. question. <laughs> Take it away, Adam. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jacob, I need to educate you on, on food, sir, because... <laughs> 
first off, cereal is like a whole thing. I mean, the cereal is a grain. Am I right? Like anything that comes from a grass. So I would say wheat, rice, grits, any of that stuff. You can definitely okay. have warm or cold cereals. Okay. Uh, so it's not always necessarily, but like cold soup in itself is like, that's gazpacho. Like cereal <laughs> is its own thing. I get what, like, get where you're going if you pour milk into it. It is a makeshift soup of sorts, but I'm going to have to disagree. I'm going to say that in itself is cereal, and cold soup is another thing. So cereal is not cold soup? I don't think so. I think that's cereal. Okay, all right. Because, again, you can ha- you could warm up that milk, you know, and, like, have oatmeal or grits or any of or that like, stuff. Yeah, like that malt oatmeal stuff. Yeah, malt yeah, exactly. So Okay, all right. I don't know. That that's where my head went with that at least. But like I get where he where he's thinking this, you know, cuz I'm assuming you're just taking boxed cereal, putting milk on it, and that's what you're calling cold soup. And I can right. get behind that. <laughs> I'd still not like I wouldn't consider that a gazpacho though. <laughs> okay. Uh Josh, you always have interesting food takes what do you say about this <laughs> um so cereal is definitely a soup but uh soups are just wet salads um, <laughs> so technically if we're if we want to be scientific about it then cereal is just a wet salad Okay, so. Well, and then the only distinction between like a soup and a stew is the amount of liquid. So, what if you're someone that doesn't like a lot of milk? Do you have a cold stew then, a cereal stew instead mm. of a soup? Mm. It depends on how yeah. long you simmer it, I guess. Uh, Weird. Well, yeah. <laughs> See, I, mean, I mean, if you look up soup and stew, it's just the amount of liquid. So, I don't know. When y'all had a debate about uh, about uh, the uh, the calzone weeks ago, yeah, uh, then I had to to message Adam and send him uh, the cube rule, uh, which is a website. Uh, I think it's just cuberule.com, uh, but it's uh, a way of classifying foods based off of where their starch is. Okay. Um, so, for instance, uh, cereal in this case would be a wet salad. But if you put it in a bread bowl, then it's a quiche. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I can kind of get behind that. That makes sense <laughs> a little bit in a weird way. <laughs> God, we are. This is. I thought this was an easy one, and no, this is no, no, no. This is a profound <laughs> question. Actually, it's gone off the rails. Subtly hidden in five little words. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You know, it's it's just right there with other prime examples of salads, uh, mashed potatoes, uh, spaghetti, um, like steak. That's a salad. Okay. All right. Now you're just derailing. Steak, <laughs> what? steak is a <laughs> not, salad? Not, not, none of those have those uh, starches, you know? The, the bread isn't in there, so they all classify as salads. <laughs> God, I don't. I can't. I can't go behind this cube. I can't do this anymore. (laughs) My my answer was pretty basic. It was just the mushier the cereal becomes, the more like soup it becomes. So it starts off as not soup, but like you don't eat like if you have fruity pebbles or cocoa pebbles, and you let them sit in the milk, and then it just becomes mush. Then I think it's soup. But your answers are just. 
so far beyond my answer. <laughs> my only that. rebuttal to your thing, Ryan, is do you put crackers on top of like soup? Like I don't tomato know. soup or chicken noodle soup or anything like that. See, I'm not a tomato soup guy, really. I don't I don't no, I don't put crackers on. Yeah. I like to have once just... or twice in the winter, you know, with a grilled cheese or something. And that's oh, there you it. go. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, when we do I get with grilled cheese, I don't mind it, I guess. That's a good point. But like, would you ever just eat tomato soup by itself? Rarely. I, I don't, yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. But I feel like um, the grilled cheese is just salvaging the soup at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like anything, I'd be yeah, I'd be like, okay, well, anything's tolerable if I also have grilled cheese. It's like B right? and J. They just go well together. Like one by themselves is meh. Like I don't usually just have a grilled cheese or have tomato soup, but together, <laughs> mm, they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go all right well jacob the, i think that over answers your question if we're being honest but we like to be thorough here on identity crisis we're just you know we're answering the questions scientifically um yep. we hate for there to be any confusion um or doubt <laughs> in our answers um, so you know uh, Josh, just speaking the truth. Just to point out, I'm more confused after your answer than I was before we even started <laughs> this. <thing. laughs> uh, Job well done. Yeah, <laughs> Job well done. yeah. You know, sometimes you learn a new fact, uh, and it really <laughs> like turns, you know, uh, your view on life around because you're like, wow, I've never looked at life that way, and uh, it's just opening doors. For you yeah, and that's, the audience. and uh... That is not what happened here. So. <laughs> See, usually the problem with that is you can never go back. <laughs> right? That's what it is. Oh, fuck. Well, let's <laughs> do your question, Jacob. We have to move on before my brain melts. Uh, up next, James James writes in. Hi, James. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's no, all James. I say. Hi, James. Obviously, we didn't read James James's question last week because I was not on the episode last week. So I have three emails from James right now. <laughs> oh wow! One of them I'm not going to read, James, because it's just mean, and you don't want to be our first troll, do you? I don't think you do. Because uh, so I'm not going to read that one, but we're going to read the other two for you. Uh, the first one, hello, gents. Since you have yet to get a listener in Canada, I have a proposition for you. I, James James, will become your Canadian listener if you pay for my renewal of my passport. I am only like three hours away from Canada, so why not? The borders might still be closed, but there's no walls, so I'll let you assume the rest. <laughs> James, I was just going to say the borders are closed. Yeah. <laughs> James James. Uh, I'm not paying for you to renew your passport. I feel like this is just a con to get your passport renewed. And uh, we'll get a Canadian listener eventually. Right? And once the fucking borders open, I'm getting my ass up to my land and I'll, there you I'll go. listen to one. So, you know, See? we'll cheat the system. So now I'm just kidding. <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll go to local people and be like, here, click on this link, please. And listen to this for one second and I'll give you a loony. Here you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Only a loony, not even a toonie? Oh, man. Cheapskate. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the passport is only $110. You know, I feel like between everyone, it's, this isn't a horrible ask, you know? Um, right. The question is, do we have to fill out the paperwork, too? Because that yeah. sucks. I mean, I'm good. more thinking we are uh, 
setting ourselves up for some criminal action when he That's gets just caught it. trying to I... get across the border and we're like, oh, we funded this. <laughs> I don't want to be involved in any way, shape, or form with James going international, so I'm going to stay away from this. Uh, sorry, James, no renewal passport for you. Adam is going to come through for us once the borders open. I believe in him. <laughs> I'm going to get cards printed out and start handing them out. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, all right, so then he said his list. He actually has a question, like a real ass question, for the first time ever. He has a real question, and I'm kind of excited. Uh, he says, "What video game console should I buy so I have something to do in my free time when I'm not being the captain of the SS Ginger and fishing this summer?" He, uh, James is a major ginger. He is a Nightwalker ginger, like hardcore ginger. Oh, like and, he'll get uh, moon burned from a full oh, yeah. moon. <laughs> yep, definitely. But he did buy a boat, and it is called the SS Ginger. So that is true. That's story. fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome, so, uh, I don't know if as somebody James is not a gamer. He's never really been a gamer. Do you guys have a recommendation for a first console or something, Adam? Honestly, I'd say an Xbox. One of the new Xboxes. Yeah. Because, I mean, not only is it like a media center in itself, like you can watch all the apps and everything, and it's really easy to party up with people on PC, which I don't know who your friends are and I guess what they play. That should obviously be in consideration a little bit, but uh, I don't know. I just feel like the Xbox is very user friendly. You know, I mean, kids can play Minecraft that are, you know, a handful of years old on it and stuff. I just, I feel like Sony's. I don't know. A little more niche, I guess. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Uh, Josh, what do you recommend? I'd probably go with the Switch, honestly. Um, yeah? Yeah, it's it's uh, pretty cheap. Um, it's probably going to be incredibly cheap if they uh, come out with that new uh, Pro version here pretty soon. The original right. ones will be uh, probably discounted. And um, lots of really good games, both multiplayer, single-player um i I think it's just if you're not really a big gamer but you would like to move in that direction it's a low price point tons of options take it on you know the go with you um just kind of do whatever what what you want with it um i would probably recommend that to see if you're actually going to play a lot of games before going full new xbox or, or ps5 or something not that you could find a ps5 if you wanted to but right (laughs) (laughs) see i was gonna say switch too because james works for the national guard and he works he lives in austin and he but he works at camp ripley i think so he four days a week so he drives nonstop. and you can take it with you like it's portable and just play it while you're driving easy yeah there you go totally fine (laughs) he fucking writes it to the steering wheel he writes in his listener questions all the time while he's driving or he does talk to text, but, um, but yeah, I mean, and it's not like if you're a hardcore gamer, you can find some, even you can find old school games. Like you can play old school Mario on there and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know. I think that switch would probably definitely be the best. Uh, and then in a separate email, he says, also, have you ever thought of doing a listener call in to your podcast? If so, I would love to be a part of that. Uh, well, James, 
this is not a radio show, so we actually, there is no ability to call in. Um, and even if there was, the thought of you on this podcast terrifies me to my core, to my very being. Uh, you're a loose cannon, James. <laughs> I don't know what you would say. I don't want to know what you would say. However, uh, we may have an opportunity for some guest hosts shortly in the future. Uh, there's a little tease for you. I'm not going to say anything else, but we got some big plans for year two of Nerdentity Crisis. I don't... can. Just like you guys, what's that? Go ahead. I feel like if you all had uh, had listener call-ins, you would have a very, very long editing session ahead of you. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe some guest hosts in the future. We uh, we got we got some exciting stuff to announce in episode fifty-two. So we'll talk more about that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, and you guys don't know James personally, but just from his uh, questions he's written in. I don't. I think we might have to do some screening before we allow some guests all on. I say I need an application and a resume before yeah. anything. You know? <laughs> Maybe some references, right? <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to have to edit out half the damn episode. Oh God! So there you go, James. There's your answers. Move on to what are we playing now? Uh, Josh, why don't you kick us off? What have you been playing? So still been playing Genshin. That's kind of just a standard each day hit level 44 or 45 and uh just unlocked the uh, zongli um so oh, that, i'm so jealous i i pulled him not on pity he just i got a like in a random non-pity roll which is i think 0.6 percent possibility that's um, dope so yeah no that's pretty do cool Unfortunately, I haven't had much time to play recently due to some work stuff. Um, but also, Alex, uh, let me borrow Ghost of Tsushima. Um, so I've played Ooh. maybe 10 minutes of that so far. Okay. But um, <laughs> got Ryan all excited in eh, 10 minutes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I just unfortunately haven't had much time. But uh, I have a feeling that I will be sitting in front of my tv for a very long time this weekend yeah <laughs> yeah that was my game of the year last year outstanding josh you're gonna love it you're gonna love it he also gave um, me um uh the miles morales game but i never played the oh, first nice. spider-man oh you should probably um, do that yeah <laughs> no <laughs> that sounds like a lot of commitment it, for this one <laughs> it lo- yeah it looked good but it it seemed a little little repetitive for me personally okay all right uh so Part of me kind of likes that the Miles Morales game is like a uh, essentially a DLC that right. it's not very long. I, I think I'll like that in the long run. That's fair. I can understand that. Yeah, it can get a little repetitive. I mean, I had a blast with it. I've played through it twice, so I had a lot of fun. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it definitely. I can totally see where if you're not into like that repetitive stuff, it would get old really fast. So anything else? Not that I can think of. All right, Adam. How about you? Uh, I just love how he says he doesn't want to play that uh, Spider-Man, and yet we play Genshin, which is kind of <laughs> repetitive and uh, grindy, but it's different. It's so fun. Uh, I've obviously been playing still a lot of Genshin as well. I think I hit uh, Adventure Rank 35 today, so that's a pretty good milestone. Got to level Rats. up some of my cool. dudes and did some other fun stuff. 
And then uh, you're going to love this, Ryan. Uh-oh. Kat and I were looking through the uh, Game Pass this weekend. Yeah. And we we're both like feeling a Bethesda game. Like, I don't know what, but like just feeling something like that, you know, Skyrim, Oblivion, Morrowind. Like, we were looking at all of them. We ultimately ended on 76. Oh my God. And she had never played it on her character, so we got to start at level one. And okay. I got to say, since they added all of the Wastelander stuff with NPC actual like people and stuff, it's a lot more fun. Like she, she was enjoying it a lot more. And okay. like there's actually stuff that you can do that changes your world. Like you can piss off factions and you know they'll be mad at you or you know aggressive in the world or not. And like I don't know, it felt a lot more alive. And just right. going through some of the beginning stuff, I was like, oh shit, like this is different and this is different. Like I don't know. It was surprisingly fun. Is there still a bunch of randos running around? uh we only ran across like one person who was pretty low level like level 15 and kind of was like around shooting stuff with us and then just took off but that was about it everyone's okay. moved out of those private servers they were selling yeah for 99 dollars <laughs> so f- fun fact though uh so saturday night when we were playing this i was just out of sheer curiosity i get on twitch and i'm like i'm curious how many people are streaming 76 and how many people are like watching there was i believe 13 streamers oh with, with 430 viewers total oh. for the whole game on all of twitch oh. genshin had like 18k that night <laughs> like of, of all the people for this free to play you know game of that we course. play. but i was just like oof that's that's painful. <laughs> Four hundred and thirty viewers. <laughs> oh my god! Like chess gets more. Like there's so many more things that get more chess? than than. Oh yeah, chess is huge on Twitch actually. That's awesome. Surprisingly, but uh, yeah, no, there's all sorts of things. So, like there's a there's a twenty four seven like old food shows and like from PBS and stuff like that. And that I think had more viewers than seventy six. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I you got to imagine like we did our E3 prediction episode, which I should talk a little bit about later. But you have to imagine this year they're not even going to bring up Fallout seventy six. Like I can't imagine. No, no, yeah, they're going to let that t- thing just. Uh, it's time to die. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw those numbers, it honestly made me like, how is this still alive? Oh wait, that Fallout right. first subscription bullshit. There's obviously yeah. people that buy that. Like I don't know couple thousand people maybe at best yeah oh my god so dumb sorry bethesda <laughs> yeah sorry i'm not you put out a shitty ass game i'm not sorry yeah um, i would consider myself a fallout uh fanboy yeah i, have I mean josh and i were and... super hyped for all fallout games <laughs> yes and uh it was legitimately a terrible game um, yeah <laughs> i uh I can only stretch my fanboyness so far. Uh, right. It was it was bad, dude. It was really bad. Like Leif Jeremy and I were the same way. We were so excited. And like the beta came out, we played the beta and it was rough and we're like, well maybe by the time it launches in four days or whatever, <laughs> they're gonna fix all this <laughs> shit. <laughs> it just never came to pass. Oh god. Uh Adam, are you playing anything else? Nope, that was it. Cool. Uh, so I have been playing 
uh, and I kind of wish Justin was here for this one. I've been playing a fuckload of MLB The Show, dude. A fuckload. Uh, I'm having a blast with it, actually. So <laughs> I haven't played a baseball game since probably like the PS2 generation, I would guess, is the last time. I don't know. I'm really enjoying it. Like, there's different game modes, like with anything with Madden or NHL or whatever, where there's like Dynasty mode, which I haven't played a whole lot of because you hit a paywall. Well, not really a paywall, but if you want to like improve your team more or whatever, you got to start paying. And I didn't want to do it. Um, but then there's just like regular franchise mode. There's uh, a mode called Road to the MLB or whatever, or Road to the Show, where you basically start off, you create a player, start off in double A, work your way up to triple A, work your way up to the majors. So I don't know, man. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Like I always thought that was the best mode, Road to the yeah. Show. That's it's what Kat did last year. I think she did a, a pitcher. It was a lot of fun to yeah. follow it's it. It's a blast, dude. Um, I'm really glad this came to Xbox. I'm really glad it came to Game Pass because I don't think I would have paid money for this. But the fact that it came to Game Pass, yeah, I've been playing the hell out of it, man. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. Now, um, now that you've played it, would in retrospect, would you have paid for it? Like, yes, I would have. Yeah, nice. Um, just like Adam said, the road to the show is the best. I think that makes it worth it. Like, it's kind of cool to like do franchise mode. I basically just took over the twins and. They still suck because there's no fixing them, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I can dream. But uh, <laughs> isn't there a mode where you can like create your own team, their own yeah, jerseys? Like I remember your- doing that uh, one of the years that Cat had the show and yeah, like making like a Arkham team and they all like Joker nice. and they are like green and purple striped jerseys and they looked ridiculous and it was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, you can, dude, you can create your own stadium. Like, you can, it's super customizable. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. So, I'm having a lot of fun with that. Um, and then I'm also playing, uh, Yakuza 4. And if I gotta be honest, I don't like it, uh, at all. I'm not having a fun time. <laughs> um, Adam or Josh, did you play Yakuza 4? No, I haven't played any of them. Oh, okay. Adam? I mean, I know I did, and I'm trying to remember what happens in that one. So there's four I feel like that one was on, like, PlayStation 3, and it was kind of, yeah, less memorable. So there's four different characters, right? And you play, like, I bet I played close to ten hours as this guy that I don't give a fuck about. I was like, I just want to play as Kiryu. The whole time I've been playing as this guy... Like, I don't care about this dude. And then by the time I finally got to the point where it's like, okay, I'm getting into his story a little bit. It was over and it went to the next character. And like the next character, you play this guy who's in jail and you like playing a jailbreak and it's kind of cool. Oh, I I do remember this. Okay. Because a four is good, actually. I take it back. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I do remember this one now. This is all coming back. (laughs) It's it's all coming back. But, like, I don't know, man. And, like, that one's frustrating. You do finally meet up with Kiryu again. Like, when you play as that guy. I haven't played as him yet, but I've seen him at least. But, like, and then with him, too, like, that whole prison escape thing. There's nowhere to save and it's like, oh, my God. Like, there are times where it's like, I just want to be done with this for now. But I can't. I'm just watching these hour-long cutscenes. 
don't know, definitely hands down my least favorite so far, hands down. And it looks like I have a whole nother character to play through even before I get to Kiryu, who's the only one I care about. And I don't know, not my cup of tea. Well, definitely. just remember what you said about three and then about true. halfway or so like they have a way of kind of doing that. They have to develop these things yeah. and they're not going to be shy about taking their time to, to right. develop characters. And you know that <laughs> we'll see. I feel like I'm going to have a harder time coming around on this one. Cause like at least in three, I got to play as the character I cared about the whole time. You know what I mean? Whereas this one, like th- that first guy, I don't even remember his name, Ayama or something like that. He just ran around. He never used his fist. He just kicked everything. And like ran like a he was like a loan shark or ran this like lending company. And I was just like the whole time I'm like, I just don't care. I don't care about this person. So I don't know. We'll see. I hope it comes around, but I don't know if it will. Um But yeah, that's really all I've been playing. It's just those two. I'm gonna slog my way through Yakuza 4, get back to Yakuza 5 where things will be as they should again. So and I'll uh hopefully lead the Minnesota Twins to a World Series, although probably not. So, <laughs> you got we'll cheat see. codes for the show? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Even with cheat codes, they'll still lose. <laughs> so. uh, all right. So let's jump into Would You Rather. I believe it's Adam's turn, if I remember correctly. So what do you got, Adam? All right, so since we watched the not-so-great movie of Mortal Kombat this weekend, uh, I was thinking, would you rather control fire or would you rather control water, like the element? And I'm going to say Sub-Zero is water. You know, he can just yeah. freeze it. But yep. so. so first off, were you as disappointed as I was in that movie? Oh man, we can't go. We don't have enough time to go into that. We're already at thirty really, minutes. Dude, it was really bad. It was really bad. It had good action and stuff, but it, this story was very confusing, and I didn't feel for the main character. No, and like it was bad. Uh, it just ended weird. And right, there, there's more I can go into, but yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. Worth a watch. Set your bar low. <laughs> <laughs> like like lower than the original movie low <laughs> so um but i've always been a sub-zero fan so i'm definitely going water uh yeah i don't know man like shooting the ice balls freezing people and all that stuff i've always been a sub-zero guy so i'm definitely picking water uh what about you josh so i've always been a fire guy like i gotta be the, the edge lord but if i'm talking <laughs> real life here uh the edge water just sounds way more op because you can freeze it you can do like uh like like water cutting you know like um pressurized water cutting like they did in uh that episode of avatar the last airbender where they like cut through that drill (laughs) uh i don't know if y'all have seen that it's great dude i've watched airbender fuck yeah Oh, it's oh, yeah. super, super good. But yeah, they like cut through a metal beam or something to like take down the giant drill. Uh, I, think I, I guess I maybe that. I could get fire hot enough to melt it. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. I think you made the right choice. Yeah. It's, I, it just seems like it would be way more OP. There you and go. And then uh, if I can control the temperature of the water, like freezing it, then... My first thought was, okay, well, I could just cook all of my food with fire, but I just there. have to sous vide everything. Uh, <laughs> right. 
<laughs> just keep it at a constant temperature. It'll get cooked eventually. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Adam, what's your choice? Uh, so I kind of had the same mentality as Josh. So I was thinking fire more for the cooking application and like my grilling and smoking and all that sort of stuff that I do outside. Uh, smoking of meat, that is. Yeah. And, uh, but then, yeah, water would be way cooler because there's just moisture in the air. People are made of water. Like there's water freaking everywhere. I think that yeah. would be super badass. And I hadn't even thought about the sous vide, Josh, and that's brilliant. And that is what sold me on going water. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> also, I feel like if you're controlling fire to do like cooking, like grilling and, and smoking meat and stuff like that, it would be like a constant thing. Like you have to be, you know what I mean? You couldn't just be like, walk away because then you're not controlling it, if that makes sense. Right. Right. So, I mean, I guess you'd use it to start wood or whatever and then walk away, but I don't know. I yeah. Water, for sure, I think. Unless you guys can think of a better element since you brought up airbending, because, like, airbending would be dope as fuck, too. <laughs> oh, that would be sweet. No, I think water's choice. Water's the way to go. And, like, the only cool part of that Mortal Kombat movie was scenes with Sub-Zero in it anyway, so... God, that movie was bad. I mean, the fight scenes were cool. Can we admit that? Oh, definitely. The action yeah, was yeah. was decent at points. Some points. This isn't spoiling anything, but the thing that just like killed me is after like any fight, they would just like almost look at the camera and be like, "Fatality." Yeah, right. Flawless victory. <laughs> You're like, who are you talking to? Yeah, dude. Somebody. One of them actually said "flawless victory" out yeah. loud. Like, yeah. what the fuck? What no. are you doing? <laughs> I know. It's just like. Wh- what? Oh, it was so bad. This sounds so amazing. Bad. No, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not oh. like the room amazing, Josh. It's just just bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bad. <laughs> uh, but there are a lot of people out there who love it. Like it's getting decent reviews. I'm like, how? I don't ugh, I don't know. I don't know. Still not a good video Meth game. Meth is movie. a hell of a drug, Ryan. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> to anyone out there that thinks that I'm saying that now. Yeah. <laughs> Joking. Uh, all right, let's move on to some news. We have a whopping three pieces of news this week. We actually only had two when we were going to record on Sunday, but luckily we had one more pop up. But either way, not, not a busy news week. Uh, so we'll kick it off with number one. Uh, well, some of our E3 predictions are out the window. Konami has officially pulled out of the event, saying in a tweet, quote, due to timing, we will not be ready to present at E3 this year. We want to reassure our fans that we are in deep development on a number of key projects, so please stay tuned for updates in the coming months, end quote. So I believe only Adam and I had a Konami prediction. Yeah, I'm pissed that they heard us and <laughs> right? like, fuck. They called us out, and now we can't get points, so I'm pissed. <laughs> did yeah, were we the only two? Josh and you? I don't I don't remember having one. Uh, I don't think you did. I don't believe so. I mean, yeah, we're Adam and I just got fucked out of points. That sucks. So fuck you, Konami. Um well, I'm saying if someone wins or it's a tie, there's gotta be an asterisk next to our name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it just says thanks, Konami. <laughs> I'm almost wondering if we get a pass and get to do a new pick. I think we should. No. 
no. I mean, oh, that's, the point of, that's the point of doing it early because we know don't know that. what's going to happen. And this that's is exactly, a perfect example. You know what? You've made that was your exactly bed. my. Yeah, right? Yeah. That I was agree. exactly my reasoning for doing it early, too. I'm just pissed that it happened to me. <laughs> so. <laughs> so early. God damn it. Oh, yeah. So fuck you, Konami. Too busy making your fucking slot machines and. So. Oh, you bastards. Joking. Joking aside, this does kind of make sense because if you think of all of like the delays, all of like the shipping issues, like cargo ships, they probably just couldn't ship enough pachinko machines to show up. <laughs> That's probably uh, what it was. It's they just they have a shortage right now, and uh, you know they just they just couldn't do it on such short notice. Can't can't produce those metal ball bearings fast enough. <laughs> right. Oh fuck. Piss me off. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's still gonna be a good show, and of course, Konami, both Konami and uh, E3, uh, the ESA were very political about it. Even though I'm sure the ESA is not super happy, but yeah, it is what it is. I was shocked that they were gonna be there in the first place. So it kind of not not a far stretch to imagine them not being there. So. Uh, moving on, number two. In an update on the Ubisoft fake hostage situation story, it appears that the culprit may be a Rainbow Six Siege cheater. Allegedly, a French citizen named, I don't even want to say this name, Yanni, I'm not going to say the last name, who has been banned more than 80 times from the game for cheating, is being investigated by French police. Also, it appears that even after the fake hostage incident, Yanni called in numerous other hoaxes, including bomb threats, and claiming that one of the company's executives had been killed. Holy shit. Uh, first off, can you imagine caring about a game so much to that you cheat and then get kicked from the game and then you pull this shit? Like, this is psychotic behavior. This is nuts. Yeah, I feel like but, it's not even caring about the game. It's caring about yourself that much. Right. Uh, like it's obviously, or lack thereof. I yeah. don't know. Maybe he doesn't <laughs> right. care about himself enough. Or someone not get enough hugs? Or I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you have to be pretty self-centered to do any of this. Uh, you know? Like it's... You, you should know better. <laughs> the fact that... Well, first of all, how does somebody get banned 80 times from a game? Without getting permanently banned, like how how did this, how does this happen? Eighty times? God damn it! I dog. mean, I can't imagine that he would have made like eighty accounts or anything. But I mean, I guess some people are crazy and would do that. I guess, or if right. he paid money for hacks and bots or you know or whatever cheats and stuff, and you're just like, I need to be number one. No means necessary. You know, super competitive. I, I don't know. I also, I, uh, I think that the 80 times uh, that was attributed to a claim he made. Or Yanni, oh, really? Yanni made. Yeah, the article that I had read, like, said based on his claims. So I, f- it, it could be 80. It, that also could be, like, a hyperbole. You know, like, he had been banned 10 times. It feel, feels like 80 to this psycho. Right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, even then, that's still excessive. Like... I get yeah. people love Siege, and if you've sunk money into it and things, but still, clearly, guy has some some issues if he's doing you know 
bomb threats and other things like that. So, but it's easy to just say that, you know, who the hell knows what's going on in his life, but that seems like very drastic moves, I guess. <laughs> also, the the craziest part of the whole thing is he continued after like SWAT teams got involved, like he just kept going. Yeah. Yeah. He's obviously someone who does not learn a lesson or you know i don't know think things through obviously if he's been banned from a game 80 times like that shows he obviously has not has not learned anything from his experiences but but yeah i don't know after after like the whole swat thing and they evacuated the building or whatever i'd be shitting my pants and i'd be like oh, oh god oh god i fucked up oh god i fucked up but this dude he's like nope i'm gonna keep going so Good for you. Enjoy your time in prison. French prison. I don't know what French prison's like, but enjoy your time there. All right. Number three, our last story already. Uh, PlayStation has announced it has purchased a minority stake in Discord. CEO of PlayStation, Jim Ryan, announced the deal in a short blog post saying, quote, empowering players to create communities and enjoy sharing shared gaming experiences is at the heart of what we do. So we are beyond excited to start this journey with one of the world's most popular communication services. Uh, I think this is fucking huge news, man. Um, I don't know what you guys think, but forever. I mean, I've always said like the community and like the just the ease of Xbox has just crushed Sony forever. And I think this is going to be this is going to be big for them. Uh, Adam, what do you think? I don't know how big it's, I mean, it's going to help them, you know, to be able to communicate with other platforms, you know, instead of, you can use Discord now on a PlayStation in a very roundabout way, you know, you have to go to the web browser and download it and use it and and stuff, but to not actually just have an app out in the store, I think is, is going to be helpful, but I don't know, is it going to be a huge game changer? I don't think so, to be honest. Uh, I feel like most of the people that like really utilize Discord to its full extent are PC people, to be honest. Right. It, uh, so I don't you'd, know. You'd, I, I feel like trying to. to make channels and permissions and all the sort of stuff that can go along with like a really good Discord channel would be tough on a PlayStation, maybe. But I was just gonna say you'd have know. to imagine like. A lot of it is probably have to be done on a PC and then it goes or like kicks over to PlayStation. Cause like you said, yeah. you're not going to be able to do all that shit on PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. All those text channels would be horrendous on a PlayStation. Sure. You oh, can God, yeah. keyboard, but, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Just logistically, it doesn't, you know, the full optimization of Discord, I don't think is going to be available. I think it's going to be a console version of Discord, you know, an app version of it so to speak and yeah it'll be cool if you're playing the handful of games that are cross-platform and say you're playing with somebody on xbox or or pc and have a universal communication between them all is going to be huge but i think it's just it's going to be helpful you know more than a game changer yeah uh josh what are your thoughts I feel like this is just like closing a slow bleed for PlayStation. Okay. <laughs> um, like it, it's not Discord has already existed. Even when I played PlayStation with people before, then I would just have Discord on my phone 
or on a computer near me and yeah, exactly. communicate with friends. I didn't need it on the PlayStation, but PlayStation's voice chat is a dumpster fire. Uh, yes. It is not intuitive. There's like a maximum number of people you can have in a room. Uh, the audio is all wonky uh, where you like have to like decide do you want all of your volume to be loud or none of your volume to be loud. Yeah. It's very hard to like <laughs> say, okay, I only want voice to be loud while they're talking. Um, there's just, it's a really, really dated system. And so if they implement discord's audio functionality as the primary voice system for playstations, uh, I think that would be, that would be great. It would at least remove some of the talk about how bad it is. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I most. I mean, I've made this a secret. I pretty much primarily play on Xbox, but like when we were playing Ghost of Tsushima Legends for a while, it was my first time ever playing like multiplayer on PlayStation. And trying to figure out how to get into a party chat with Justin was fucking ridiculous, dude. (laughs) It was ridiculous. Like, this should not be this hard. It should not be this hard. But Xbox, it's like two buttons. Boom, boom. You're in a party. And I just, I don't know, man. I think if there's any area where Discord's going to help a lot, I think it's there. At least I hope that's where it is. Um. But then the yeah. problem is you have to like make people go out and download that and yeah, make that's an account true. and then like all this other you know it's not just it's just I mean, there to be used yeah, like, unless they, they make it that way you know they could they could implement an update it's like this is what you get yeah I feel like they could just sync your PlayStation ID to have it like wouldn't be your main Discord but there would be like a built-in sync your PlayStation ID with Discord through like an API or something. And then uh, it just like is there natively as opposed to it being the separate thing you have to sign up for and everything. Cause if they're, if they bought a piece of disc or if they've bought a piece of discord, they can make that integration work. It's not like, Hey, we're going to be a minority stakeholder here. And then now we're going to make you go through the app store to download this. Right. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens, but I mean, I think if done right, this this could be big for them as far as communication goes cuz they've been sorely lacking it. So, we'll see what happens. Um also, even Jim Ryan's fucking blog posts are boring. Everything about this guy is just fucking boring, <laughs> dude. Like I'm not a fan. I'm just not. Uh all right. Well, that that wraps up our short-ass news week. So let's jump into some listener questions. Corn of the Cobrites in. Hi, Corn. Yo, what up, Corn? What up, Corn? Uh, Jeopardy time again. Our answer this week is James Franco. Um, I'm going to make Josh go last because he always one-ups us. But, Ed, why don't you kick Not us off? Time. <laughs> Not, Not this time. Not this time. Who can play Tommy Wiseau better than Tommy Wiseau? Adam, that was mine. (laughs) Shut up. Was it really? Yes, it was. I kind of thought about it. Pretty fucking close. Mine was who's a better Tommy Wiseau than Tommy Wiseau. All right. Yeah, that's pretty good. 
I mean, so, it was it's where my heart was at when I saw the name. Yeah. <laughs> That's the like second room thing we've thrown out this episode. Right? That's weird. It's weird. <laughs> We're turning into the room podcast slowly. Yeah, you'll um, never guess what all of our uh Damn it, Lisa. Gonna be. Not, <laughs> I did not. I did not. That's bullshit. Oh, hi Mark. <laughs> oh, hey Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Josh, is your center on the room too? Oh, mine is not based off. Of oh, okay, room. all right, all right. I couldn't really think of anything, so I just looked up James Franco fun facts. Okay, um, turns out there's not a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, so who's uh been the host of Saturday Night Live four times? Has he really? Yep, yep, four Weird. times. Interesting. He's kind of impressive for his age, I guess. I would think. Yeah, yeah. That's getting up there. I mean, it's less than The Rock, but I mean, you can't. The Rock kind of owns the world at this point. (laughs) He's in everything. Uh, I'm surprised. Like every, and I don't dislike James Franco, but like every movie he's in, especially with like Seth Rogen, I'm always like Seth Rogen's way funnier. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He's just never like the best. In like these movies, like I always feel like his c- castmates are always better than he is. Yeah. But I loved him in Freaks and Geeks, like his character. Oh yeah, and then like school. slowly becoming the like D and D nerd towards the right. end. I'm just like, oh my god, this is like amazing. Like his and then it got character. Canceled. His character <laughs> development was so good. And but then, yeah. and then, uh, then it got canceled. We'll never know what happened. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that I, I feel like he's a lot of the same character frequently. Yeah, that's uh, fair. He's, he's kind of like a dumb stoner in a, yeah, in a lot right. of things. Uh, but what was the movie? And the uh, rock isn't. <laughs> yeah. That's oh no, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> he's been on Saturday Night Live more. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, like eight times. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what was the movie where, uh, he's like the the hiker. Uh, that, oh, uh, 127 gets... days or whatever. Hours. Uh, hours. Yeah. Hours. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he was ridiculously good in that. Um, but it was also a completely different character than I've ever seen him as. Yeah. Uh, and then you know the uh, Tommy Wiseau. It's it's perfect. Uh, right. Yeah. He can he can act. I think he just does a lot of the same stuff frequently and right. doesn't really show it off all that much. Yeah. Or I think Dude, he's he... like typecasted a lot as that character, you know. Oh, and... But I mean all of them are like the same movies like made by Seth Rogen. Yeah. yeah so like right. is it typecasted or is it he's just good friends with Seth Rogen and it's like, yeah. okay, well he wrote me into a movie. Uh I'm gonna get millions of dollars for playing the same character. Hey, he, I mean, also, if he can print money, do it. Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah. I'm go. not. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying <laughs> that uh, that uh, I, I, most of his stuff isn't really anything to write home about. But he he yeah. can he can act uh, really well when he uh, when he wants to. I just googled him too. Did you know he was in a soap opera for a while after he was already famous? No. Like he, <laughs> hang on. He was on General Hospital, 
like after he was uh, starting in November 2009, like after he was already like a household name. What the fuck? I don't understand. Huh. Anyways, good for you, James Franco. <laughs> um, all right, there you go, Corn. There's our our answers to Tommy Wiseau's. Um, next up, Christian writes in. Hi, Christian. What up, Christian? Hello. And not here is Justin. Sorry about that, Christian. I'm really sorry. I just make crackle noises on the mic. Uh... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Christian says, hey, gents, travel 50 years into the future. What do you think kids will be saying about the video games you are currently playing? I took this as two different ways, so I'm excited to see where you guys went with it. Uh, Josh, kick us off. Yeah. So the thing I find interesting is that like 50 years ago, 1971 is like right when arcade machines were becoming a thing. Like that's when the first like computer arcade came out. So I feel like it really could be that these things are retro and interesting, but not in the same league of gaming that they are at at that point in the future. Um, right. They're kind of a relic of the past. I mean, but I also feel like we're kind of burning through games more than we did before. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Like if you think of how many good games there are, if someone releases a, a mediocre game, it's forgot about immediately. Uh, the arcade games of the seventies and eighties exist because they were really awesome and they were the only thing that existed. <laughs> uh, so I feel like, to a certain extent, they're going to feel retro and old, but kind of cool and nostalgic. Um, but I feel as if the vast, vast, vast majority of them will be completely and utterly forgotten. Which is sad. Like, <laughs> when I... Okay, so... I, I'm going to give one of my answers before Adam goes. My first one was like the nostalgia, kind of like Josh was saying, like how we look back on like Super Mario Brothers 3, right? And I realized that's not 40 years ago quite yet, but like I look at that, it's like, oh, that was an outstanding game or like Link to the Past. Like, oh man, that was such a good game or that is such a good game still. So I hope that's how people do it or look at it, but uh adam what about you so that's also how you feel not kids then 50 yeah, years right so. that's true that's fair <laughs> uh i mean i think the cool and intellectual nerdy ones in 50 years will look back and and kind of think of what like josh was saying and there's gonna be some diamonds in the rough because we are obviously in this time where we are just flooded with tons of games if you look at steam and game pass and everything that's available are just like there's thousands it almost feels kind of like that late 70s early 80s when there was just all of these trash games getting put out there and people started losing faith in video games to an extent kind of feels like it's happening again you know yeah. um but i still think people are going to look back and see those iconic things pac-man you know donkey kong things that like we were saying about 50 years from now I think people 50 years in the future are still going to look back and, and think of those iconic things that came from our, you know, this generation and games will probably still get influence and whatnot from it. So 
I think those would be the cool, nerdy, intellectual ones. The annoying troll, crazy kids in the future will probably think they're all fucking dog water or whatever yeah. the hell they're going to say in 50 years. <laughs> right. So, because <laughs> you know, the trolls will just keep getting more and more in 50 years. Oh, naturally. So. It is, it's weird to think about like games we're playing now. Like when I think about Ghost of Tsushima or The Last of Us Part 2, which are just technical visual masterpieces and 50 years from now they're probably gonna look like dog shit you know what i mean like it's just it is weird to think about yeah but if you think of like the scaling on how quickly they've come to that level of detail and realism yeah there's a lot of room between the 80s and now and there's not a ton of room to grow from here obviously right. it can get more realistic obviously higher def but we're talking about you know fractions of a percent as opposed to going from 8-bit to what we've got now right um, so i feel like even though they'll look significantly better in the future i feel as if the real advancement's going to be how you play the games not definitely necessarily the quality of the games themselves if that makes sense yeah i would agree there's going to be some weird technological shift that like changes the way we do it they're going to be like you played a game on a on a screen like what right. the hell grandpa <laughs> you didn't just, like you didn't just like what? go ghost in the shell jack into it and then like, yeah, yeah. like what uh, kind of freaking boomer tech is that like <laughs> where's your, your ready player one chair? What? <laughs> yeah where's your ready player one chair why yeah. are you playing uh, yeah. with a controller yeah i definitely i mean it'll be ai it'll be vr it'll be but i think you're right i don't know how like how do you get it to look better than it already does it just kind of blows my mind so but I hope people, or at least the people who really care about games, are going to look back at games or this generation and realize that there were some masterpieces there. And I'm sure that's what it'll be. Like Adam said, the true nerds, the true nerds will come through. So I, mean, I have bookshelves you. and bookshelves of games I never even played when they came out because they are historically important to right. video gaming history. And I feel as if other nerds with too much time on their hands will also do this. Right. Uh, Definitely. Which is, which is good. That's a good thing. I mean, it is, that's a good thing. Uh, thank you very much for the question, Christian. Sorry, Justin wasn't here to glow stick your ass, but maybe next time. So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, up next, Adam, probably not our Adam writes in. What up, Adam? What up, Adam? He said, what is the biggest douchebag name that exists? Uh, I have I have a clear one, and I'm wondering if any of us are going to match up. And no, my answer is not Leif. I know that's what everybody was thinking I was going to say, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> All right, Josh, I owe you five bucks. <laughs> yeah. uh, yep, 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 yep. Uh, it's actually Justin. Lunch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Adam, do you got a douchebag name? Just a name that you hear and you just immediately are like, no. Todd. Okay, that's a good one. I like so I'm about to just name Todd. I'm just like, uh, anyone that's named Todd is a little Todd. Like, I don't know. 
Second runner-up was Gary, but I have met some cool Garys in my life, so that's why it's a rank. But it's kind of like a fun inside joke, and like our D and D, and like even with Cat and I, like Gary is kind of a a silly name. But okay, Todd, <laughs> fucking Gary, yeah, fucking <laughs> Gary, yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh, what about you? So I think the one that maybe we would agree on. Uh, it, the, the traditional one is Chad. Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my answer though because legitimately every Chad that I know, uh, minus maybe one, are legitimately good dudes. Okay, uh, that they're like perfectly fine, and uh, it it has you know i know that that is a name for douchebags but it has since dislodged in my brain as that right uh, chet Ooh, chet is, is like a good one is like the my dad's a lawyer uh, yeah. kind of guy he's got like a ralph lauren polo with pops collar uh like boat shoes on uh, never worked a day in his life yeah right. chet yeah, that totally describes Chet. Yeah, that's a great totally describes one. him. <laughs> yeah, Chet's the. Do you know who my family is? Is it yeah. weird science? Isn't that the like brother is Chet? Yeah, <laughs> right. It is, isn't it? <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, yeah, mine was Chet. See, I like. I think Chet is worse. I agree with you. Uh, but I think Chet. Chet is more like the the tap out t-shirt guy you know what i yeah, mean yeah yeah like that's definitely chad and like you want to go bro that's chad he's got but... like uh, a gigantic vinyl monster decal on his window <laughs> and uh do you even lift bro <laughs> yes yeah, does not wear a single piece of clothing that doesn't say affliction somewhere on it um <laughs> Oh my god. Hey, fun fact, by the way, Weird Science Chet was played by Bill Paxton, and I completely forgot that. Oh, dude, I did too. Don't I can't believe that was in... Bill Paxton. <laughs> Don't they turn him into a giant pile of shit in that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> dude, it was Bill Paxton. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> so there you go, Adam. Those, I, I, like, I think all those names are douchebag names. Absolutely. And Leif, I guess, is okay. And so is Justin. He's all right, too. So we won't we won't put them on the list this week. Although if uh, they miss any more episodes, we're gonna have to rethink that. I'm just throwing that out there. They're getting added uh, to the douchebag list. Sorry, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, up next, we have Tim. Hi, Tim. What up, Tim? Hi, Tim. He says, do you think Nintendo needs to show off the Switch Pro this year at E3? It seems like they are call- kind of falling by the wayside with Sony and Microsoft's new consoles out. Uh, I'm not sure I agree with you, Tim, but we'll see what uh, Adam and Josh have to say. Adam, what do you got? Really, I, I think they need to, personally. Yeah? I mean, there's been enough rumors going around. They need to come out with something new since the Switch is, like Josh was saying earlier, you know, it's been out a little bit. You can get it you know, fairly inexpensive and stuff. And honestly, playing on it a little bit here and there, and it, it's starting to show its age and playing some games is like a little slow on it from time to time. <laughs> like trying to play Minecraft on it a little bit was a little laggy at points. Was it was, really? Okay. Yeah. So I was just like, it needs a boost. And 
I don't think the Switch Lite that they came out was the boost that they needed. Oh my god, so, not even a little bit. So, uh, yeah, no. I think if they're not doing that, they need to announce the Virtual Boy 2 so Adam can get a fuck <laughs> points and uh, we can all yeah, just go get home two happy. Points so. for that. You'll get two points for that, Adam. That's a double yeah. point question. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was my wild card pick. So, you know, one or the other. Yeah, I I definitely think they are going to show it. I'm not sure they have to though. Like I almost feel like if they come yeah. out to E3 and we're like Breath of the Wild 2 new Metroid Prime, that would make everybody super happy and it would be fine. I mean, they're I I think we're going to see a Switch Pro, but I don't know if they're I mean, they're still selling a fuckload of games and a fuckload of consoles, so I don't know if it's a have to situation or a needs to situation, but they're definitely going to. Uh, Josh, what do you think? Yeah, Nintendo doesn't have to do shit. Um, <laughs> Nintendo just like plays by their own book. Yeah, um, that's a good point. They haven't. They don't release consoles at the same time. They never release consoles that are these big powerhouses. They no. never, uh, you know, buy all of these companies to make more and more games. They just kind of release whatever they want to, and uh, they do perfectly fine. Uh, they they. They seem very content in their uh, making lots of money uh, on releasing Mario and Zelda games every, you know, six years. Right. Um, right. So I don't think they have to do anything. Would I like to see it? Oh yeah, absolutely. But uh, I, I don't. I don't think Nintendo needs to play by anyone's book. They haven't mm-hmm. played by the PlayStation, Xbox, you know. Uh, battle for ever i mean since maybe the not, not really super nintendo uh like they, they yeah they they destroyed sega and then just were like fuck it we're gonna do our own thing yeah they're like okay <laughs> yeah you you all you know work on the hardware and the expensive and the whatever and we will just take everyone under the age of 25 until the end right of time. there you go uh, so Although, that's my thought. I do recommend I brought this was my pick of the week a long ass time ago and I forgot what it was called but that documentary about Nintendo fuck what was that called I don't remember but I I recommend watching that if you haven't yet because it's uh they were fucking cutthroat dude and I feel like they're not that company anymore but like they took Sega and held their neck to the pavement and just stepped on it until yep. like bad, like bad. Like they didn't fuck around, dude. So, uh, I mean, I don't think they're that company anymore. I don't think they need to be like Josh said, they kind of just play by their own rules and everybody's fine with it. I do have to say, um, a bunch more news came out in the last couple of days about the Apple and Epic lawsuit. And I wasn't going to put it in the show, but there's so many moving parts to it. I was like, I don't even know what to report on. But one of the big things is a lot of documents are getting leaked to the public through this accidentally because the court can't decide what should be sealed and what shouldn't be sealed. And uh, one of the things that got leaked out to the public was in the near future, Fortnite is going to have a Samus skin. So you got to imagine a Metroid Prime announcements coming at E3. Like that kind of huh. just confirmed it. I mean, don't you think? Like, why? Why would? Uh, I mean, Samus out of nowhere. Why would you have a skin for Fortnite? I mean, I know it's an iconic character, but you'd have to imagine. 
I think we're definitely getting a Metroid announcement at E3 this year. We got to be. So we've only been waiting for one for like, yeah, (laughs) 10 years now. A long fucking time. So we'll see what happens. Uh, All right. Thank you very much for the question, Tim. Uh, Last up, we have Caleb. Hi, Caleb. What up, Caleb? What up, what up? Uh, Caleb says, pretend that life is a video game. What is the first cheat code you are entering? Josh, what do you got? Um, so I've kind of jumped uh back and forth between this. Um, but I've decided that I would enter in the code Big Daddy uh from Age of Empires okay. and just spawn a whole bunch of 1995 Camaros with rocket launchers. <laughs> uh because that just sounds dope. It's uh, <laughs> a very interesting <laughs> choice. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I just drive around and, uh, you know, with my, my rocket uh, launcher army. And, uh, you know, that's uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Jesus pretty Christ. <laughs> my, other, my other option, you know, like a close second is... Uh, you know, my grandparents always would talk about how much harder they had it as a, as a kid and that, you know, I didn't really experience that growing up. And uh, so I would uh, change my name to Zelda to start okay. on the harder world of difficulty. Okay. Uh, you know, just just see, uh, you know, uh, life in their shoes for a little bit. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I <laughs> 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 Oh, these are man. perfectly normal answers. I, yeah, I, don't know you, I don't know what you're laughing about. Uh, well, let's see what Adam's got. Adam, what is your cheat code? Uh, it was either a debate between uh, the old Bethesda TCL console command for no clipping, no collision, because I think that'd okay. be super fun just to like, fly go. up in the air, like go through buildings and stuff like that, or through the ground and stuff. Uh, that or infinite money, but I think that would get boring. Like it, infinite money, it, you do? It yeah, couldn't, it couldn't get boring. You could do anything you wanted. Yeah, I still think like like some of those people that have like tons of money, like pretty much infinite money, like their lives. I'd understand like gotta seem really cool, but to them, I bet shit's so fucking boring. They're like wiping their ass with thousand dollar <laughs> bills and shit, like. So that's why I didn't do infinite money because I think it would kind of ruin life a little bit. So that's fair. Uh, well, now that you've kind of shut that down, that was my answer. Infinite money. <laughs> <laughs> you greedy bastard! No, I'm kidding. I actually had uh, it's maybe a month ago now. I had a dream where I won the Powerball and I built like an identity crisis studio. And everybody quit their jobs. We just went to work every day in the studio and just made cool-ass content all day. And then I woke up and was immediately depressed when that was not reality. Oh, <laughs> <But, laughs> like, be cool, man. So I like that. Um, that sounds like yeah, a cool dream. Go ahead and win that lottery. That right? sounds great. There you go. I got so, a... Uh, an empty spare bedroom in my house. We can make this happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really cramped. Thing. Same thing, kind right? Of, it's like a little bit of a grander scale, maybe, mm, but mm. it's a good start, Josh. It's gotta, a good start. You know, gotta, gotta start somewhere. 
Otherwise, uh, there's if we're not doing infinite money, the classic up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA uh, for extra lives was the other one in Contra. Ooh. So we want so, 99 Ryans running around, or yeah, you just have 99 you reserve Ryans in a Pez dispenser somewhere? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it would Dude, be dope be- to have 99 lives, because then you know that you could just burn through a few of them. Oh, dude, I'd be jumping out of planes without a parachute. I would be, like, you could do so much crazy shit if you had but 99 lives. But when you lives. start, like, getting down there and you start being, like, I'm not leaving the house because what if something happens and I only have a couple more lives? Like, I don't know. You just, like, you just enter the code again. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It's a video game. Just do it again. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Because what was it? Uh like Gradius just, or whatever. Just throwing the first... TGM. Yeah. Just throwing God mode then or whatever. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> What did Grady's have? Uh, I think that was the the first instance of the Konami code. In Konami the code. Oh, machine. was it? Even before right. Contra? Yeah, yeah. And it was uh, like 30 extra lives, which oh, 30 okay. seems like a good number. An infinite amount of extra lives, and then you're yeah. in like vampire territory, and then everyone <laughs> right. you know dies, and then that sucks. <laughs> That's um, not fun. But you 30 lifetimes. Uh, <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, you just tell them how to enter the code too, and then, and then we have right. overpopulation and food shortages. That might be a bad plan too. Don't tell anyone, uh, dude. You it's are our little again. secret. <laughs> yes, it's a secret you are, cheat code. Don't tell anyone. You are taking this to a whole new level, like way further. <laughs> we're in, we're in food shortages. We're in. Oh fuck! Do you think All I'm right. freaking like? Vampire Hunter is going to come after us. <laughs> Probably Blade is going to show up. What was that uh, that that movie where they? I was could, thinking like, more of Belmont, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> where they could God, like that works. Blink to places, uh, and, like jumpers or something, and then like uh, oh, Samuel yeah. Jackson will come and like hunt us yep. down or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd be all right with that. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Well, that wraps up listener questions. Thank you very much, Caleb. We appreciate it. Um, moving on, we got pick of the week. Uh, anybody have a really good one they want to kick us off? I don't know if it's a good one, but I think it's a good one. So I can start us Go off. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, if anyone has not seen the amazing 80s British comedy Red Dwarf, you need to watch it. Red Dwarf? I have not. Nice. It is kind of uh, poking the fun at like Star Trek and stuff like that, but okay. British humor. And I've probably watched through the whole show three or four times. And Kat and I just randomly started it again this week. And it is, I love it. Like it brings back a lot of memories for me because it used to be on uh, Iowa Public Television Saturday nights, like super late after like the Red Green show and okay around Monty Python and stuff. So I just have a lot of like nostalgia watching it and stuff back in the day, but I think it's a hilarious show. Huh? Nice. I'm going to have to check it out. <laughs> just looking at the images on Google. It definitely, I totally see Star Trek. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's very much making fun of it. It's not like well to do Navy, like sort of military feel. It's like just, how the hell that ship is holding together is beyond right. me. Okay. Like they're all just a bunch of idiots and it's hilarious. <laughs> nice. Um, I just want to throw in a quick side story. I'm sorry. This is a tangent. We're in the middle of pick of the week. I'm in a group text with a bunch of members of my family, including Justin. 
And my little cousin just bought a horse. She bought her own horse that she can, she's going to stable and she can go out and ride her or whatever. And when she sent us a picture and said that she bought a horse, Justin commented, nice horse nerd. And my (laughs) beautiful cousin just eviscerated him. (laughs) So she replies, says the one who paints little figurines in his free time. (laughs) (laughs) She says, are you mad? Are you just mad that he's taller than you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Good on her. Yep. (laughs) Oh, God, she just crushed him. That backfired, Justin. That was awesome. All right. He's not here to defend himself, but I can't wait till he listens to this. Also, I'm kind of offended that he was using nerd as a negative thing there. Yeah. Because, bro, you're a freaking nerd. Right? (laughs) We are all nerds. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. All right. Uh, Josh, what is your pick of the week? So... I'm really, really struggling if I already said this. So I got a backup one just in case. Um, but uh, a YouTube channel called Studston, Studson Studios. S-T-U-D-S-O-N. Yeah, that doesn't um, ring a bell. Similar to other stuff I've brought up, because I watch a lot of the same things uh, constantly. Uh, he makes uh, little dioramas and... Um, kit bashes and uh um just like tiny houses and things like that but uh it's like the it's very very well done and the writing is hilarious um kind of reminds me if you combine um like black magic craft uh who makes Mm. this sort of stuff but then you channel Yes, yeah, super, super good, Black Magic Craft. Uh, but then you add that with the writing and humor of You Suck at Cooking, another fantastic <laughs> okay. uh, YouTube channel, and that is that is this this middle ground, and it uh, it's All fantastic. Right, you sold me. Um, <laughs> so highly recommended. Uh, I legitimately laughed out loud multiple times watching these videos. Um, but uh, my only complaint is he doesn't have enough videos. Yeah, I it's he looks uh, fairly new. Eleven months ago is his. Yeah, less than a one. year, and already has like how many followers? Uh, 180k almost. subscribers. Not bad. Yeah, pretty pretty good. Nice. Cyberpunk 2077 plus Shrek. I uh, <laughs> yes, that is yes. awesome. Yes. Uh, he also made a kit bashed. If you go to his his uh, YouTube channel and you look at the banner, he made a banjo kazooie Gundam from kit bashing nice. Gundam kits, and it is so awesome. Uh, <laughs> I need ten of those uh, at the at the very least. Dude, I'm gonna watch some of these. These are fucking cool. I say these look neat. I'm gonna watch one or two of these tonight. And there's not that many that it's overwhelming, which I like. So yeah, yeah, nice, um, very cool. And then, uh, just really quick, since I had it, um, um, essentially the same. There's a a similar, really funny diorama uh, building maker. Uh, it goes by the YouTube channel uh, North of the Border. Um, yeah, I think he's Canadian. 
and um, okay, he does very similar things. Has very funny writing. Um, just similar in that they all do kind of similar things, and uh, I would recommend that too if you enjoy all of the other diorama builders that I've recommended. Okay, very cool. Um, so mine, and I'm gonna preface this by saying that yes, I know I'm doing something insane. Uh, after I got all caught up. Oh, what, like a month ago on the Stormlight Archive series, which, fun fact, Leif just got caught up to. He's read all four books now that are out oh, so nice. far. Uh, Josh, where are you at? I'm about th- halfway, three-fourths uh, through book two. Okay, sweet. Very cool. Um, but anyways, I finished it, and I was like, I want another epic series. So I decided that before the end of the year... I'm going to read all the books in the Wheel of Time series. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm done with book one, Eye of the World. Really enjoyed it. Um, there's definitely some, a lot of Lord of the Rings reference. Well, not reference, but they take a lot from Lord of the Rings, although what fantasy novel doesn't at this point? It's like The Simpsons did it first. It's like the same thing. Um But the reason I chose uh, the Wheel of Time series is it was written by Robert Jordan, who he had three books left to go and he died. So he never got to finish it. So his wife kind of took over the whole thing and she was looking for somebody to finish the book. And she selected Brandon Sanderson, who's writing the Stormlight Archive series. So Brandon Sanderson, using Robert Jordan's notes, actually wrote the last three books in the whole Wheel of Time saga. Um, but yeah, I really like it so far. Uh, I'm it's the first. It's a little on the slower side. Like it's definitely not as fast as like yeah. Way of Kings. Yeah. So and that's where I say it kind of pulls from Lord of the Rings a little bit for those who have ever read or even the Hobbit who've ever read any of Tolkien. He's not like quick. You know what I mean? Like he takes his time. There's a lot of walking involved. Um, but 300,000 characters. Yes. Yep. Um, so I don't know. I'm really I'm excited. Plus, Wheel of Time is getting an Amazon series, Amazon Prime series. So. Uh, it'll be nice to read through it before that comes out just to kind of know what's going on. But, uh, yeah, I recommend it, although it's a lot to get into. So unless you want really a slog, maybe not, but, um, I feel like I need yeah. to get the audio books of those. Uh, so what I'm doing, and I realize this is going to cost me a bit of money, but I'm doing a hybrid actually. I'm doing both. So like, uh, every three days a week, I have to uh, do deliveries to these this small town outside of Spencer, and it's basically it's an hour and a half round trip. So I have an audio book downloaded, so I can listen to that three times a week when I do those deliveries. But then I also have it downloaded on my Kindle, so I'll read it when I'm at home too. So I figured that's going to get me through it faster. Uh, that's kind of my plan. At least we'll see how it works out, but. It's 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 a lot. Um it's a lot. So we'll see how it goes. Um uh, hang on. I was just gonna look. Uh there really, are four. Oh yeah, go for it. 
really quick, uh, just because you reminded me, uh, that North of the Border YouTube channel. Uh, One of the reasons I was going to recommend his is that he made a Stormlight Archive book nook. Uh, Really? Yeah, where he like sculpts a chasm fiend. Ooh. uh, And uh, uh, so might might be up your alley. Nice. I'm going to check that out. Uh, So I looked it up. Wheel of Time is 14 books, uh, 11,308 pages. And over four million words. <laughs> so we'll see. See if I can get this done by the end of the year. I'm not so yeah. sure, but we'll we'll see what happens. Um. All right. So that is my pick of the week, and I think that's it. This episode went longer than I thought it was going to. Honestly. So good conversation, gentlemen. Um. So yeah, make sure to. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at NerdIdentityPod. Email us in your questions, nerdidentitycrisis at gmail.com. Only one thing left to do. Adam, send us home. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room.